Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, folks? It's another edition of Hitting of the High Notes Jazz Talk. It is I, I am here. I'm uh, the voice, the, the disembodied voice you hear. You can you can find me on the threads, the the blue skies, the twitters, the instagrams, whatever it is. That, who transcribes H U T R N Superman, uh, or you can follow the podcast account at Jazz High Notes Number Two. That's at Jazz High Notes Number Two. Uh, we got a, a pretty big. Uh, uh, we got a pretty big show here. Let's uh, start off with Mahid goes this and see 49s. Uh, what's up, Jared Barker? How much? How you doing? Oh, yeah, we're just hang- we're hanging out. We got we got lots of jazz talk. A little late night here. We got um, uh, Logan up there in the in the Idaho, Idaho. Uh, what's up, Dragon Swatch? Yeah, jazz high notes number two. Similar to our opinions, steaming <laughs> piles of shit. <laughs> number number two, indeed. Um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, we got, got I got to make them uh, like eight new podcast accounts on all these new social medias that we got going, um, and we're bringing him back. It's been I, we were talking about a couple of years since he's been back. Um, uh, uh, I don't know his Twitter handle right off uh, off uh, bat, but what's up, um, uh, Mark? At Mask Marv. And it's great Marv. to be back on the show. Um, I can't remember the last time that you were on. Like, I mean, it was a long time ago. I mean, I think we were talking about like Boyan and Mike Conley stuff from back then. So, if you want to do some online betting on the summer league games, you probably could. You, you can try to go to Bet Online. It's your number one source for all your betting needs. Get your latest odds, lines, and matchups reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, or wagers, uh, and wages really, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games to play right now from your phone, like in Vegas, like Mark. Uh, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code Believe B L E A V S Believe B L E A V for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. But yeah, now we now we got big big news. Uh, Summer league uh, in Salt Lake just ended. Um, you know, we didn't get to see any of the, well, we didn't get to see Taylor Hendricks or Bryce Sensabaugh. Uh, I saw some Keontae George, a lot of Ochai Agbaji. I mean, it's Summer League. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it was on K-Jazz, so I, I don't know how, Logan, you were able to watch it. Mark, you're in, currently in Vegas right now. Uh, you're, you're, you're currently on Fremont Street with the Showgirls. Um, so I don't know how you guys were able to watch Out of Market. If uh, it was, I think, I think it was like on ESPN2 or NBA TV even, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys have any quick thoughts about summer league, um, Mark, anything? I just look, it was everything that I wanted to see from the young bucks, uh, Obaji and like seeing him take progressive steps forward, being a little more aggressive, seeing that he's still not even remotely close to being first banana level, maybe like third banana on, on the team, uh, and seeing like flashes of brilliance from him throughout, but just still playing like a very young sophomore. Mm. And then George, I thought was really interesting. Uh, Again, you can see skill sets that will make him at least a rotation guy. But at the same time, man, that guy looks completely lost on defense, even for summer league. The third banana is the third banana for Ochai. Um, uh, you're you're very optimistic. (laughs) Um, Who, Who wants to, who wants to take the McCade stance of Ochai's? summer league i think it's a little different from what i've been reading 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, um, I, 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 I've watched. I think I turned on the first game was on NBA TV, which was the day before the fourth. What so the third? Because I'm good at math. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. good at calendars. Uh, I, 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 I didn't watch ten of us. I was, I was only been watching. I mean, I haven't checked to see if I've got it or not. I've just been watching people's people's opinions on the uh, on the Twitter sphere, and I mean, I did find it interesting that. Uh, which I got 10 fouls last night. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. Use all his fouls. <laughs> 10 fouls. To, he fouled out. For some reason. You get 10 but fouls. I, I, I've, heard, I've heard similar to Mark. It's like people aren't really necessarily worried about the box score. They just, but he does look he does look aggressive. He looks strong, stronger somehow. And I guess he appears to be just like, I don't know. Some, summer league weird. It's just, it's just weird, right? You can't really. Mm-hmm. It's not really for watching the box score. It's watching the guys who look like they belong and are doing NBA level things, I guess. So. Uh, I guess. I mean, I just kind of watched like, hey, it's basketball in July. Like, this is the last basketball you're going to get till October, yeah. basically, unless you want to watch a uh, few World Cup stuff. So, um, it's just fun. It's like, it's like, I was like, all right, here's what it's like for a few NBA guys, and then a bunch of guys wait, wait, wait. who are. Did who you are say that the WNBA doesn't exist, or did you say the WNBA <laughs> doesn't exist? Well, I mean, I guess, I guess if uh, yeah, if you if you watch the WNBA, then cool. I mean, are, are you the real stapler? Are are you sure you're huge, John? <laughs> I don't watch a lot of WNBA, so I mean, yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, for how about for men's basketball? I mean, it's, it's the it's no there's no men's basketball till October, I guess, and even then, preseason, the first half of the season. I mean, it's it's hard for me to be like, all right, I'm excited for the Jazz until like until December, January. So, um, basketball just takes sort of a backseat for a while. Uh, Jared, I mean, you, you said you were like doing some scouting on like you know like you were kind of watching George closely. Like you want to, did you see what you want to see, or did you did you have, do you have any concerns? Who me? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I was I. It's too bad that Sensabaugh and, and Hendricks were. I, I I I'm not sure if Hendricks is. They were saving him for Vegas, or if he's got that lingering issue that he's still dealing with. I, I'd like to see you know what what those guys got a little bit more, but you know, um, Keontae, uh, he looked great. I'm really intrigued at the prospect of you know his development, and we'll kind of see see where it goes because. I feel like that's all you can really do with summer league. I mean, it only can tell you so much. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's summer league, like you just said there. Um, uh, you know, I, I wonder. I do, I do have a question for you guys who have been watching this, though. What, I mean, what is the take on Keontae? Because I hear different things. I see some people think he could be a Jordan Clarkson type score guy. Then I've seen a multiple people talk about he's the point guard of the future. Those aren't the same thing. Mm, nope, Those are very not. different. Very, di- very uh, different guys. So, I mean, what's your I'm, I also don't follow I, the draft. So I'm, I'm not. I'm not as like. I'm not as high on Keontae. Like you know, the summer league. You know, Salt Lake summer league or Utah summer league. What they called it when when Donovan Mitchell was here. You like you saw just a couple of plays. You didn't see the box score, but you saw a couple of plays. You're like, whoa, this guy could be something. I ne- never, not once did I see Keontae do something. And I'm like, okay, cool, this guy. And yeah, he definitely <clears> didn't <throat> have any Donovan Mitchell moments. So I, I think he could be fine. There, I think you know maybe, there, maybe a, sorry, go ahead. There was one. There was one play on the game on the third where it was kind of a little bit of an eye-opener. And it is kind of interesting that you hit those two things, where it's like, hey, he's like a bulk scorer, Jordan Clarkson, and like good handles passing. And there was just like a flash of a moment where, I can't remember, I think it was Porter, like one of these other rookie ball guys, was just like hustling down. It was a two-on-three break, so it was against uh, against like a defensive uh, 
like mismatch. And he just puts like a pass that like threaded the needle through three guys on the move, like put it on the money. And it was just like such a sweet, like heads up, smart basketball play. And you just saw like flashes of it with George where it's like, hey, I don't I don't think he'll like hit this year or, or next year. I think he might be like a three year project guy. Um, because the other problem I really did feel like was like he will not see the court right now the way he reads the court on defense. Mm-hmm. Like he is so lost. Like there was multiple times where his guy was he was at the top of the key and his guy's making just a basic UCLA cut to the hoop. Like I, I like just a raw sense of defense was gone. So that was kind of my take on George, which was, yeah, I can see why they're high on him. I can see why he like was drafted that high. He definitely has potential, but he has a lot of work to do before he sees like consistent minutes on the court. Logan, you just heard what you know Mark said right there. Uh, well, like with that review of uh, Keontae George, how do you feel about Keontae? I don't know. <laughs> is that a good answer? I mean, I mean, that, it's fair because I can like really look. I mean, like, I, 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 I guess to defer back to you, Mark, do you, did, what, what, what do you see more? Do you see point guard of the future, project wise, or do you see Jordan Clarkson, you know, microwave score? Like, what is? I mean, what is? I guess it's too, too. He's too, too small. It's, really, it's, 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 it's absurd to, 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 to see that there this early. But I guess I don't know. Like, what, what would be the ideal scenario there? With him? All look, the point guards aren't really things anymore, but. Look, it's so tough with summer league, of course, because look, I I feel like what wasn't it Morris Almond that looked like the the second coming of Michael Jordan every summer league, like scoring like forty points a game. Jared Butler, Trey Young famously looked like hot garbage. It's always so. (laughs) I'm serious. I watched that game. I was like, what the hell? Who is this guy? He sucks. This is that guy who went five. What? Yeah. Well, even like I think Darren Williams, even like his first summer league was just horrible, and it was just like you know it, it's it's funny how quickly they pick it up. I almost want to see the progression. For me, I almost want to see, okay, they get three games in Salt Lake. They kind of get their feet wet. I liked how the things I liked about George was even when he was breaking down, like he he knew he played like crap and he was nervous in that first game, and he like saw everything he has to work on. So it's like, okay, now let's see him in Vegas. Now let's see him in preseason. Is he making substantial jumps? And how quickly can he make those jumps? Because he's he's under he's undersized. Like he, you know, he's definitely gonna struggle uh when you have like good defenders on him. Uh but his shot is confident. He shot with confidence. He shot he didn't feel like he was uh the stage was too big. Meaning, like, you know, eyeball test is like, oh, yeah, like, he at least deserves to be, like, a rotation in NBA guy and, like, see that next progression and step. And I don't know, like, I I was having conversations with buddies, like, during it as we were kind of watching and texting back and forth where, you know, quadruple A is a thing. Like, I know it's kind of a weird, like, we're to transition into it, but, you know, quadruple A, it's funny how... You have these guys that, yeah, definitely, you know, better than college players, better than G League guys, but they they just, like, don't have a tangible NBA skill. And when they go up against day-in, day-out NBA talent, that's really the litmus test. And so it will be interesting to see if what he's able to do in the brief flashes of moments, he's able to multiply and 
do that more consistently against NBA talent night in, night out. And that will really be, you know, that thing where it's like he's so small. He's so small, but he's quick. So it'll be interesting to see what yeah. he's able to do. I mean, I think, I think some, some of the summer league, like, darlings or people that looked really good in summer league so far, like the Jalen Williams, Chet Holmgren, um, you know. Well, Jalen Williams is a fourth-year player. He shouldn't be playing summer league. Ridiculous. Which Jalen Williams, right? And there's a good one, and there's yeah, there's yeah. As Holly Rose said, there's one good one, and the other one, no offense, kid. Um, Wow. But she said the other night they got everybody upset. Yes. Yeah. She she was she was interviewing both Williams, and she's like, they say you're the you're the Jalen Williams, and then turns the other one is like, no offense, and so that was whatever got an uproar about and wants her job and everything. Uh, but yeah, there's. Uh, I was trying to. I, I, I was. I was assuming I missed something. I watched the video like one and a half times. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> um, Whatever it is, I'm sure. Some, I'll ask who. In the right. <laughs> I mean, there, there's a couple guys that. So like those guys, at least they they got into summer league and they look like NBA players. Uh, Kante George is not quite at that level yet, but it doesn't mean he's not going to be at least a, you know, as we just said, a rotation level player. And, um, you know, for a 16th pick in the draft, that's not bad. It's not. It's not probably what the Jazz wanted. You know, like you're, you're hoping that one of the three were gonna hit, um, and maybe it looks like you know. And when I say hit, I mean like, hopefully, you know, you get a Giannis level talent in that area, and it looks already like you know that's probably not gonna happen with uh, George, and that's okay. Like he can still be an Ochai level player, which is fine, which is good. Um, you know, like I think Ochai is a very good. He, he can be a good rotational player in the NBA for a while. So he can be a top eight player on somebody's team for for a while. So, um, so that's my my take about watching Keontae two of the three days that I saw him. Uh, and so that's summer league. I think we spent w- way more time on summer league than I really wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, was a, that was a pretty that was a pretty strong commitment from who on on Keontae calling his career now three games into summer league. So yeah, I mean, I mean, that's I mean, yeah, you tried to sneak it in there. I think I wasn't listening, but I heard you <laughs> make a definitive statement on what you think he's going to do. Um, I mean, to Jared's point, he got NBA. He got a full starting NBA roster. I mean, Oklahoma City trotted out the, the same team that played in the play in last year. So yeah, yeah. Um, Bus I mean, Chet Holgram. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His first, his first his first night out, he got to go get the the number two, seed, the so. number two pick um, uh, yeah. in last year's draft. Um, but um, uh, <laughs> yes, but um, uh, the jazz, um, uh, the jazz are still jazz in. Uh, I mean, the NBA is still going. Like, um, uh, the the soap opera that continues to be the off season for the jazz, uh, for the NBA. Excuse me, uh, Damian Lillard. Um, uh, you know, we wake up one day, we get the reports. Damian Lillard wants out of Portland. You know, like sort of a oh, finally, finally, we can everyone can move on. Like, um, Portland needs to Damian to move on. Damian needs to move on. This is, seems to be like a good. Good for everybody situation until it comes Apparently out that the, the Heat want that deal done sooner rather than later. So right, be part yeah, of the Depot trade, and yeah. so um, lots uh, of fun stuff. Um, you know, it, you know, it was it was supposed to be something like, hey, this is sort of a win win for everybody. Portland can get some assets for their best star. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna go to a place that is gonna be better for his his late career. Um, and then the last two days, we're getting a lot of like, okay, well, um, uh, uh, his, oh, what's going on here? Uh, we got it. We're gonna get a lot of, we're getting a lot of talk from Damien's agent, basically going, calling teams individually, calling Danny Age, like, hey, don't you trade for Damien, or else, um, uh, or else you're gonna get a very unhappy superstar in your hands. 
And that's caused this huge, huge um, uh, rift um, uh, among just NBA fans. I, I mean, the threat the threat said he's going to be an unhappy player. It mm-hmm. didn't say he's not going to play and he's going to hold out. So I'm like, what kind of threat is this? Like, are you serious? Yeah, I mean, I mean here's what, my question too. Do we think this always happens, or we think this is unique and we're just what, what, it, it, the? I guess the, I did, I'm jumping over who's I guess question, but I guess we. People negotiating for what they want is nothing new. We all do the same thing in our day-to-day life. The, the agent thing, I guess, I'm curious what you guys think. Do you think the agent calling is a step too far and out of the norm, or do you think this is something that happens regularly and we're just, we're actually hearing about it, and so now we're feeling shocked by this? Because that one threw me off. The, 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 the day one Dame stuff, I was like, okay, guys, give, give a fucking rest. Let's, let, let's let something play out. But the agent thing today kind of definitely rubbed me a little more wrong than the other stuff, but I, I don't know. Maybe it is. I think it depends on the agent because it feels like how much juice they have with the media. It feels like if you have a a guy like Barostein, you're never going to hear the tea leaves until you just hear that the guy gets a fat contract. Um, I don't know. It it feels like it just really depends on the agent. All right, Mark, uh, questions now uh, volleyed over to you. Um, is this Damien's agent thing calling all the teams? Do you because like this is not the first time a, a superstar has asked out. This is not the first time a superstar has tried to maneuver his way to a certain team. Do you think this like is this James Harden? This is the same thing with James Harden does, or uh, the Bradley Bill doesn't count because of the no trade clause. Um, do you think this? Do you think like this agent calling and and trying to get teams uh, off them? Uh, because like Logan was mad this morning. I mean, you watch follow this tweet tweet. So what do you think, Mark? I feel I feel this is just like it's it's a weak free agent class. I feel like it's just a really slow news cycle. I feel like this happens every year. Like this, you know, when you're going to like all like all the talk of like, hey, I want my guy to go into a certain team. They want to go to a certain place. They want to take phone calls. I feel like this just happens every year when it's like they're trying to force a trade. And I feel it's just kind of a slower news cycle, and they just kind of put it out there. So I, mean, it didn't, I, also, I, I didn't even I didn't even phase me yeah. when it came because out. I also feel like it, it it's it's interesting because it's it feels like there's a lot of talk about it this year, more talk even so even more so than usual because a there's two of them there's Harden and Lillard, and b um, they uh, they apparently both have a very specific destination in mind, and then c um, they, they're they're willing to like try to try to put the screws to the team, and be like, you know, send me to my favorite place, and it's it's I think that happens every single time that they're like, this is my preferred destination, this is where I want to go. I don't think they sit there and even bother having a fight with the team over where, whether they can or not, unless they have a no trade clause. And Bradley Beal is the only guy who's had a no trade clause since Kevin Garnett, I think. And I mean, I'm I'm confused of. Like I hear Dame's, like he, when he he gave the list of Brooklyn and Miami, um, and to me it was just odd because I'm like, oh, if you go to either Brooklyn or Miami, none of those, neither of those teams seem like their top three Eastern team, um, just by adding. I I don't know. Miami was just in the finals. <laughs> yeah, I I I, I, get, I again I I didn't think they were. Who's not even sure that the, the Nuggets are championship contenders? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, Utran famously saying the Nuggets are trash. Ba- Bam, no. uh, I mean, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, and and Damian Lillard. I mean, is that better than the Celtics, Bucks, and the Sixers? Are, are do you believe in the Celtics after what we've witnessed? Yeah, I mean, do, do, the, you, do you really believe it that they're closers? 
I mean, I still believe I believe they if if you if I had to bet, you know, a significant amount of money on a seven game series between the, the two teams. The Bucks lost in the first round this year. Mm-hmm. How are they getting significantly better next year? They have Giannis. Like you, you have an MVP level uh, player on your yeah, team. Yeah, but Giannis played most of that series, and they still lost. I mean, he missed what a game and a half. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I don't think that swings the first round series. It, it was a first round series, honestly. So, like, so you think you're, you're playing right, so, an eight seed? Oh no, I, I, the first so, round series. I'm going to ask you. So, would you consider Miami the favorite then? With what they showed in the playoffs, are you the favorite for trading for Dame? Is that what you're saying? Well, if they got Dame, would they be the favorite in the East? I'd say you have to put them top three, if not top two, and maybe maybe the favorite. Yeah, because they okay, that's fair. No, I I don't believe that, Mark Logan. You guys. I I'm just I'm I'm coming out with a hot take. In a different <laughs> this is this is what you came on the pod for hot takes. I look. I really feel like if I was an NBA team right now, I wouldn't trade for Damian Lillard. Like I just I wouldn't mortgage the farm. I wouldn't bet the franchise that Damian Lillard's going to get me to the promised land. Like I love Dame. I love mm. Dame time. I like everything about Dame. Like I I would be thrilled. I've wanted him on the desk for the longest time. But for what you have to give up and what they're asking for, for Dame and that contract and the, and the positioning and what he's able to do. And it does make me a little worried that Portland's never made it farther than where they've gone. And it seems the like every guy. Finals? They've never made it farther than the conference finals. <sighs> but even then, it never felt like they were even that one conference one final. Conference final. Um, all right. So, Logan, um, uh, you know, so, uh, so to Mark's point. Oh well, Logan. Let's ask you a question first. I'm uh, Miami with Dame. Um, uh, are, are they your favorite to come out of the East? Uh, I don't know if they're my favorite, but they're the top three. And then I think that Philly's. I don't. Trust I guess. Philly. I guess. I guess Philly. That's fair because if they lose Harden. Um, and I, Jared, where, is, where does Harden want to go? I forgot all about Harden. Houston. I, what's, I, <laughs> I think he was talking about the Clippers. Oh yeah, the Clippers. Um, that's oh, right. The Clippers, Clippers are out there. Yeah. yeah. Um. But um. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, like, so to, to Mark's point, like, number one though, if he goes to the Heat, that 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 package is not very enticing, right? Like the the package that we heard is, you know, I think two first round picks, a couple seconds. Uh, uh, apparently, a couple swaps. it can be three if they modify the protections on the Oklahoma City pick. So, um, yeah, I mean, good luck. <laughs> I mean, they, they probably could. I mean, no, no, and it's yeah. not good luck. It's Oklahoma City, like basically, gets a guarantee. You know, it it gets good for Oklahoma City. Like, yeah. Not, um, and uh, so again, the Heat. I mean, so they give up uh, Nikola Jovic, uh, which is I, I think eighty percent like Nikola Jokic. Uh, uh, so he's maybe eighty percent the player that he is. Um, Jaime Jaquez, uh, Tyler Hero, which the Blazers don't want. Um, I mean, have we heard about any teams who want Tyler Hero this offseason? I was pretty convinced I didn't think up names until you said Tyler Hero. <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, and, and so so Mark was like, the, the package to give for Dame is a lot, but the Miami package is not very much. It's something. There's a couple young pieces there. There's a couple picks. It would be it would be a really awful package to get for Damian Lillard alone. I think, I think we're overselling how bad it is, though, because – um, what did we get for Darren Williams? Anything of note besides Derek Favors? And was he really of note to anyone but Jazz fans? No. Um, 
I mean, Devin Harris, man. <laughs> right. Oh man, I hated uh, well, watching that guy play. Uh, so little, little, little ludicrous. So, so, the, so it is. I, I it's really funny because did the, you guys see that footage of Devin Harris on the internet the other day? No. It was it was a double take. To, well, I I mean I say this because I I've I'm also fallen victim to this in my late thirties, but he's about tripled in size. It was interesting. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> a nutty professor I know. situation. With really? Harris. Holy crap! Yeah, I like NBA I know TV or something. Yeah. Someone quoted him like, oh, "So he went, he went full Brian Russell in that little time." <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, and so and so, this is sort of the the wizard situation. Like, if somehow Don't the bring ag- up the wizards, Don't do it. <laughs> if somehow the agent uh, a win in this and Dame wins in this, that's the only package you get. Yeah, you know, it, it it sucks. It's it's it's, it's definitely not what you want to get. When you're signing, especially since what the Jazz did with the Donovan and Rudy trades uh, uh, last year, right? Like that's not even like half of what you got for Rudy Gobert. Um, yeah, yeah. I the, but the Rudy Gobert trade is an aberration. Like that yeah, can't yeah. be the standard. I mean, it, 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 I mean, I'm saying it's not even half of what the Rudy Gobert trade was. So like, you can't even get to half of what that 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 trade was. It's a uh, it's kind of crazy, but. Uh, like the Jazz what was the Kevin Garnett one? Kevin Garnett ended up being like three first rounders or something. What did Kevin Garnett turn out to be? I don't remember. Uh, uh, I can look it up for you in, in a minute here. Um, but uh, obviously, solid players too. That right, was a big part. right. And but I, I mean, Al but, Jefferson. But I well, I mean, there. yeah. Well, yeah, which is the Jazz famously traded yeah, for? Big, big uh, Al. But um, uh, uh, I, the, the problem is like comparing stuff from. I mean, trades have just gotten a little more like pick heavy in the past ten years. It feels like. Um, but I'll, I'll look it up here in a minute. Um, because like, the Jazz could call the the Blazers tomorrow and, you know, say okay, whatever. I think the salary that would fit would be like Tht Colin Sexton and and Kelly Olynyk, which are all not negative. Those are those are probably at least neutral assets. Um, you know, I was having a talk with the beat writers um uh, uh, before the game today, and you know, Colin Sexton's contract I don't think is that bad. And, you know, but they're like, oh, they don't want Portland doesn't want to take a three year sixty million dollar contract. I'm like. That's a very easily movable contract, but anyway, uh, that would be salary filler, which I think is a neutral. Is, is is not a package that you would have to give up um, a pick to get rid of those contracts. Is I guess what I'm trying to get to. Uh, the Jazz could offer a couple first round picks. I don't know which ones they would give up. Um, you know, a, a couple first round picks, and you can give up Ochai and maybe what you can give up Keontae George or, or Bryson Sabal. Um, if 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 push came to shove, um, uh, Taylor Hendricks. I'd imagine I want like Hendricks or something. Right. I, mean, I guess I, I don't understand why Portland would want more guards. I mean, that's part of the mm-hmm. the game situation. They've right. got they've got Scoot, they've got Simons, and they've got I mean they've got young guards. Shaden Sharp, yeah. Like uh, a, is a wing of some kind, right? So I, I, I mean, Sexton's there for the, the the money, right? Sexton and 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 yeah, and I'm, I'm sure their preference would be to get a Hendricks type, right? Because it's a mm-hmm. fun court guy. Who's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and it, it, like if it's like, but like again, if you're the Jazz, like you can either take. Sexton seems like you just have to be rerouted. Like you, 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 you can get somebody else involved. You can take you can take Keontae George, or you can go to the Miami package, right? Like there's you know the, the their two picks are probably less valuable than the two picks the Jazz can give them. Um, it's, it's basically a are you bidding against yourself type thing, right? Uh, they could ask for Hendricks, and, and maybe. And maybe if, if that was the tipping point, um, you can get Dame to the Jazz. And this is what I think is exciting as a Utah Jazz fan. Like, right now, seeing what the Jazz did at the draft, seeing what the Jazz have done this offseason, which is not really pick up anybody, actually, um, it feels like, okay, you know, I, I know that Danny Ainge said, hey, you know, we, we, don't want a, we don't want to 
speed up our rebuild. We don't want, but we don't want a slow rebuild. And I think everybody kind of assumed like, okay, cool, you're going to tank for a year, grab some rookies, and then you know you're back at it, and you're going to get some people. But I think um, uh, this is more of a two to three year plan. Um, like the Jazz don't have to tank this year, but whatever happens happens. Like if you know they're, they're not going to you know try to miss the playoffs on purpose, but if they they do miss the playoffs, it's not a step back in their plan because they can they can still get more assets. Um, they just got three assets in the draft this year. They still have a whole lot of draft picks. I, I'm thinking they're they're planning for something in 24, 25. Like uh, maybe I don't know. The, if you hear our friend friend of the pod, Josh, tell it uh, the Jazz uh, need to get good this year because otherwise Laurie's going to be like, I want out. Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and 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 um, uh, like like and, and you know I mean, Laurie, you know uh, there, there's other you know people are like you got to get good while Laurie's only making 15 million and. I don't think that's the case. Like I'm looking, and this is just me reading the tea leaves. Going, I think the Jazz are still trying to set something up for twenty, like in two years, for whoever wants to get out in two years and say, you know, oh, like is Luca or Sionis, whoever it is, and say, okay, cool. Here's what we have. We have, you know, these five rookies that we've or, or five young guys that we've drafted in the past two years. Um, they look pretty exciting. Ochai Baji, you know, type type players, um, and then they'll still have draft picks and they'll have cap room. Uh, you know, if Collins turns out to be great, awesome. Um, if if uh, Collins Sexton turns out to be to be good, awesome. You know, they go a lot of ways. Or they could go. They can go with Dame. Like if they, if the Jasmine got Dame this year, I don't think Jazz. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, there would be some Jazz fans who are mad. But I mean, you guys would be excited. Would you guys be excited to have Dame on your team this year? Mark said no. <laughs> I would look. I would. I would watch every game. Right. I'd be like rooting for Dame, but mm-hmm. I just don't like GM in me. Mm-hmm. I would just be like, no, I, I pass. I mean, I mean that, that, that's that, there. There are some legit fears because then all of a sudden your window is now. Hurry before Dame gets I, to thirty six or thirty seven, right? Um, but the but the Jazz still have assets. The Jazz could still go get some other players, or the Jazz may have the players on their team. Maybe maybe it's John Collins, uh, maybe it's Taylor Hendricks. Um, you know, you, you assume that Dame, Laurie Markinen, and something else, like the Jazz still have contracts they can trade and assets they can trade to go get somebody else. Like, if the Harden thing never goes, like, if nobody finds Harden and the Sixers are like, crap, we need to, we need to, um, uh, 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 you know, take take a lowball offer for, for Harden, right? And the Jazz are like, all right, cool, you know, give a couple draft assets, get the salaries to match, you know, Jordan Clarkson or whatever, and then all of a sudden, your team is Harden, Lillard, and Laurie. At least you're at least you're a top, you know, three team in the NBA. Um, you know, re- regardless of chemistry, you have you have the talent. Or they can wait. The Jazz can wait uh, to 24, 25, gather more assets. That's what they're. That's what they've been doing. They they gathered an asset in in, in John John Collins as the asset. Uh, you know, they gave a, a really good deal to Jordan Clarkson. They um, have Collins Sexton, guys that they can still flip. For further assets, and so um, it may take a little bit longer than what Jazz fans were expecting, but um, uh, this you know if, if you do it correctly and if everything falls right in two years, man, you could have a really good uh, a real good team uh, structure. You know, if Dealer Dan, if Trader Dan, Danny does make trades and pulls off those Anthony Davis trades that he was not able to pull off in in Boston, so. Um, the tea leaves are there, uh, and Lo- Lo- I mean Logan. I just said a lot of stuff. Um, uh, anything of that of that interests you? Uh, 
seven out of ten interesting. Yeah, I, I would say. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I I, I think if you if, if they put a phone call in, I think that I think you said it last week on the podcast that there is there's many ways this can go. I don't think that there is a specific roadmap. Like we're talking about the draft, right, and what Danny wanted to accomplish and trade up for five. Okay, we're gonna. Do, I don't believe that there's some one set in stone path. The thing is, you have to take advantage of opportunities when they present themselves. We, we had no no one has any idea when that next star is going to become available. So um, we, we say it happens every year, but we know that Utah's in an even more unique situation when it comes to as we're even seeing now, not just with free agency, but even attracting people via trade. So I don't I don't think we have any idea what the plan is. I. Uh, one, one of one of my all time growing pet peeves um, outside of uh, roll gravity and screen assists is uh, Windows. Huh. I don't I don't believe Windows exist in the NBA, and I don't believe they especially exist for the Utah Jazz. I don't think that Windows are a real thing. The Jazz were a one seed all of two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Just two years ago, now, now you think so, that, yeah. Yeah, I just I don't I don't I don't believe in them. I think that you have to just I I think like we said before, we have enough different options. It feels good. We can make choices. Hopefully and dictate our own future and we have the ability to make those those smart choices and I feel good about where we are but I don't think that there's I just I don't I don't believe that you can count on a window and and I I, I do think there is something to be said for uh paying Lori trying to maybe capitalize it on now like the almost like the rookie the rookie NFL quarterback contract situation I think it would be foolish to sit on it for 15 million for the next couple of years and not try to take advantage of it I, I think that would be a missed opportunity because he if he continues on this trajectory then he's going to be a max contract and Mm-hmm. I mean, he's playing like a max player in theory, but that's just a lot less money you have to to work with. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but then again, I also don't like tanking. So, I mean, my my view's going to be biased and tainted in that that direction. So, I I just I think the Jazz have to just take take advantage of opportunities when they present themselves. I don't think you can. I just don't. I don't know. I don't. Maybe yeah, you, you can keep taking shots with the draft picks and hoping they hit, but I I don't know. Yeah, I don't even. I, I think I think taking the shots at the draft picks were just, just a this year thing. Like, okay, we have to, you know, let, let's see how low we can get to take shots on draft picks. And if they don't, like, if they don't pan out to be Giannis, that's okay. As long as they, you know, if they pan out to be uh, uh, Colin Sexton like, uh, Anthony Simons like, um, those mm-hmm. are good players. But um, uh, they're not like you know. I don't. I don't think those guys have all stars in their in their futures. Um, but they're good players. Like you, they're good players to have. You know, uh, on, on your. Uh, on your roster, um, and and the thing is that if you get a couple of those guys, like I mean, there's there's talks about Anthony Simons being traded and like being the key piece in, in some trades, and I think that's a little crazy. That's you know, yeah, because he seems like like Jordan Poole plus basically, right? Like, like, like Ty- he's like Tyler Hero also. Like I, I, like I don't want him to be. I don't want him to be. The, I don't want him to be the number one on the team. But like God, if you have yeah. him as a, a your fourth or as a as your fifth starter. That's fine. I think that's. I mean, that's I don't know. Good. It depends on how tall your point guard is, because I feel like. Well, I mean, that's he's a little on the small side. Yeah, I'm just. I'm more talking about like just talent and just having having talent, right? Like you 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 fix everything else with, um, uh, you know, heights. And again, because Keontae Jordan is six four, right? And people are like, oh, but right. he's he plays this way, and you know, Donovan was six one, and but he plays like he's a he's a ten footer, so. Um, Offensively. Offensively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Uh, Seriously, man. All right, so Donovan uh, Mitchell plays like plays like he's three feet tall right. on defense. So. so you know, I mean, I mean, my my uh, my personal feelings about just like I, again, I I feel I'm excited, I'm rejuvenated as a Jazz fan. You know, after just really you know a last year where I thought they should tanked more and 
being disappointed almost all year about how how badly, quote unquote, like my term badly, I thought they were playing. Um, and then the year before when, you know, I was just like, okay, this team, like I, I thought, I think Danny Ainge came in and was like, okay, look, you know, this team's not going to work. But so, so you're doing the, 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 I thought I was out, but they pulled me back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. And like, well, I mean, like two years, I mean, when Danny Ainge came in and I think he saw that the Donovan Rudy thing had reached his apex, but he was like, you know, mm-hmm. we'll give it another year because I felt like, I thought there was a little more juice in that. I thought if they just made a couple of trades, um, you know, blow it up a little bit. They, they could have, um, uh, they could have, um, uh, you know, crossed that. But you know, honestly, he, I think they had more info than us, and I think they made a good decision. Right. Well, well yeah. Like, yeah, not, not now looking at those trades. I'm like, okay. Well, at least, at least now the pantry's full. Um, you know, you can you can choose them a, a, a bunch of ways to go. Oh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not just looking at a bit, an empty fridge. Yeah. Um, um, yeah well, one of the questions I would, one of the, one of the questions I would have for this group is. Right now on the Jazz roster, is there a single player that we would not be willing to move? I I'd be willing to move all of them. They're all none, nobody's untouchable on the Jazz, um, but some of the prices are high. Like Laurie Markkinen's pr- price would be very high. Oh yeah, uh, yeah I'd need some real but, stuff. Um, Walker Laurie Kessler, out. like I didn't mention him in, in the Damien trade, but because like if you want Walker Kessler, you're going to get a lot less stuff. Uh, you're you're going to get you're going to get less picks. You're not going to get any of the other draft picks, like the, the Jazz drafted. Like if you want Walker Kessler, and that you're, you're going to get less Look, stuff, right? Um, that, this is where this is where I'm happy we have Danny. Mm-hmm. Just to be completely honest, because in this situation, you. I feel it's like business, where it's like it's more about what we're saying no to. Like we, it, I agree. I don't think there's a single player on this team right now that I'm like, oh my gosh, there's they are untouchable. Like I, I would feel like guilty, like packaging them in a deal to go get somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I very feel like dispassionate this is moving parts. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I, but I know that Jazz Twitter, there's, I mean, even some of the beat writers, like I mentioned Ochai Obachi as someone that could be a centerpiece of a trade because he's young. You know, he's, well, not not really NBA young, but, you know, gorgeous. He's, always, he's gorgeous. He's, he's been he's younger, <laughs> he's, but. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, only two years, two years, yeah, yes, watch out for the ER, the hard R, um, uh, two, Freaking two years, uh, out here trying to, trying to, He's gonna I'm have you edit that later. Who? He's gonna have you now. edit that later. <laughs> who? Um, but the two, the two, uh, the two. You know, he's only a second-year player. He's a former lottery pick. Um, I could see him not being the main deal of the package, but he can be the. I mean, he was the Ochai Baji of the Donovan Mitchell package, right? He's he's the Leandro Balmaro of the Rudy Gobert package. Like, Ugh. here's yeah. a um, uh, you know, he can go either way. But he's a young enough player or uh, a young enough NBA prospect. Um, uh, that maybe he turns into something. I mean, some people think he could be top three. You know, Mark thinks he could be a top three player on the Jazz. Um, and so, uh, like, hey, that'd be that'd be nice yeah. if that happened. Honestly, I would, yeah. I, I, I'd feel like that's <laughs> Look, a house money type right, thing. Yeah. Look, it feels like there's so many guys that could pay out. There's there's like opportunity to pay out, but I feel like it just goes into waiting for the right moment, waiting for the right guy. And then be willing to go all in in that moment, and that's where I feel like it's going to be fun. I don't think we're going to be competing the next two years, but I think it's going to be we're going to be in part of every right. major trade discussion. And I, I un- think that's a fair assessment from the Jazz. Unheard, like I can't remember the part like ever being like this asset rich where 
any 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 player that comes available that wants to trade, we should be mentioned in that trade talk. Oh yeah, we're automatically in the discussion. Like the it's Jazz funny are, that like the Jazz are lurkers, so dangerous yeah, lurkers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Woj, Woj called us lurkers. Dangerous lurkers. <laughs> Just like the rest of Jazz Twitter. That's I know, the, that's I know the, the da- dangerous lurkers <laughs> is a good name for a bowling team. So, well, I think uh, the comment that that. The, the reply, or was that the quote tweet to you, Logan, where somebody specifically said, Dangerous Lurkers is one of the Andy Dwyer band names? <laughs> like, yeah, I think so. It was, just, it was a phenomenal, it, just, it checks a lot of uh, jazz fandom boxes to be called Dangerous Lurkers, some of them uh, intentionally yeah. or unintentionally. <laughs> I, I just, not that it really relates to this topic at hand, but I, I wonder, I just, I don't remember hearing, to Mark's point, I don't remember hearing Oklahoma City come up with these conversations, and they've had a a boatload of assets for like three or four years now either. So it is kind of interesting that feels like getting... Danny has real media juice. Like he, this guy's got yeah. like, like Oklahoma city. You're right. Like, should be in the same, the same scarecrow boat of, you know, being asset rich, having, you know, a young superstar that all NBA, uh, multi-time all-star. I don't Maybe Lori Martin is a multi-time all-star. Who knows? Um, but uh, you know, like Oklahoma City. But... Yeah, I'm, I'm comfortably saying that Shea is a better player, though. Personally, yeah, I'm comfortable. Um, uh, yeah, and and uh, and, and uh, I think I don't think you're gonna get. I think Shai is a Shay, Sorry, Shea is a a, 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 a tier above um, uh, Laurie. Um, but uh, I understand you you were confusing him with LaBeouf. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, uh, but, but like they've also have like very interesting rookies, right? You know, they they got Josh Giddy. Uh, they have um, uh, Chet now coming back, and so you know the J- you know the Jalen Williams brothers who spell their name differently. Um, so they've got it is interesting how differently those two franchises are doing it, and there's still a couple picks that um, uh, there's, Oklahoma City still has a, a pretty good cupboard as well. But um, yeah, like it, it's uh, it's funny how the Jazz are now going to yeah you're right Mark are going to be in those talks because they have all the assets. Um, it's just when are they going to pull the trigger? If they can pull the trigger, because that's the big thing that we had when when Dan, like Danny H has not really shown us anything different. Shown that he's shown that he can get a lot of draft picks. Um, you know, something he did in Boston was find guys at spots that were not number one. Um, and uh, but you know the one thing that he kept missing on was trading for that big star. Uh, and that, and that, that's when he was in Boston, and now he's got to do it in Utah. And maybe that's a that's a conversation for another day. But um, uh, I think um, uh, right now it's exciting. You know, it's exciting to be a Jazz fan because a lot of different ways, different avenues. Um, the uh, the Jazz uh, like last year, even though I personally hated it, showed that the Jazz didn't have to be going for a championship for for fans to really enjoy um, the Jazz. Um, the Jazz were like really never a championship contender last year, but they were they were surpassing uh, expectations, well, and people were going showing up to the games. They're supporting the Jazz, and they liked it. And like, people people were happy, the, like happier than they were that last year, because the team gave a crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that, I, I think that give a shit uh, that is a big quotient, and, and like that that matters to Jazz fans. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so um, uh, as we. You know, as we beg for you guys to you know take a minute and 
you know, drop a five star review for for hitting the high notes here. Um, uh, that's very helpful on whatever podcast uh, catcher, quote unquote catcher that you have. A five star review Pod is very catcher. helpful. Podcatcher. Um, uh, gotta catch them all. Priest every time you use that term. Yeah, Brian Priest. Uh, uh, yeah, Pat and Penny, Brian Priest. Brian Priest and also uh, our, our good friend over at uh, Jazz. Oh, shoot. The Yellow Podcast. Oh my gosh. He, he, Jabber Jazz. Jazz. Thank Jabber you. Jazz. Jabber Jazz. So, yeah, so um, uh, as, as we do that. Let's talk about like real quick. Um, uh, we got JC on the team now. We have two JCs on the team now, uh, or or it should be the the trade should become official tomorrow, or um, by the time you're hearing this, uh, John Collins, um, Utah's own John Collins, should be back in the Jazz uniform. Um, interesting that you guys that he was there at summer league, just chatting it up with, you know, Justin Zanuck and uh, Will Hardy, Jeff Hornacek, who people didn't know where was uh, back with the Jazz. Um, did you guys find that interesting that like, he was just kind of dabbing up the the summer league players like? You know, he's he's not technically part of the team yet, but you know this is a pretty good indication that he's part of the team. He's wearing Utah Jazz purple shorts. Uh, Logan John Collins is Utah's own John Collins, your boy. How do you feel? Splendid. Splendid. <laughs> Mark was. I mean, Mark. We, we get, they they made a trade for John Collins. They they gave up their cap spaces this off season um, to get him. Uh, you know, a guy that fought, fell out of rotation in uh, in Atlanta. Uh, he's the highest paid jazz player at twenty five to twenty seven million dollars. Uh, any any quick thoughts about John Collins? Look, I thought it was I thought it was a very vanilla move. I thought it made logical sense from a cap cap space wise. Uh, I'm really thrilled. I never have to see Rudy Gay miss another three pointer <laughs> in the corner ever again. Oh my gosh, uh, you're speaking my language, Mark. Yeah, I, I just, hey, Rudy like, Gay. Rudy Gay it, was high notes approved. Okay. <laughs> he was. Yeah, he was. First, However, he never game. came on the podcast, so we can slander. He's part of the. He's part of the Believe Network. Oh no, he, he's still listening to this. I'm still, sorry, Rudy. He's yeah, part of the Believe Network. He can still be on here. He's canceling. Um, uh, yeah. So he's. Uh, you know, so so J C. John Collins at um uh, at summer league. J C. Jordan Clarkson. We like you know literally the last episode we're talking about. If Jazz fans would be happy if um, Jordan Clarkson made twenty five million, uh, they would be happier if he made twenty million. And he actually kind of did both, <laughs> in a way. Uh, the Jazz extended and signed uh, uh, JC Jordan Clarkson, uh, so he's. He, I think it's a sliding scale. I, I don't know if I that was confirmed, but I think everybody was like, "That's pretty much it." The Jazz used the rest of their cap space. They bump up on the, the first year Jordan Clarkson salary to twenty five million, and I think we all assume that he's going to drop down to like fifteen million uh, his last couple years. Um, so everybody's very happy because it's, it's essentially a sixty-ish million-dollar contract uh, total, um, uh, and hopefully those are those are the, the right assumptions. I actually didn't check before we came on, uh, so we kind of got that right and wrong at the same time. Um, like we weren't—I I wasn't even saying like that's what he's going to make. I, I was just posing out the question like, if he got that much money, would do you think you would be as a jazz fan upset? And we actually kind of saw that. We saw that in real time. When uh, people saw the extension, they're like, oh, my, oh my gosh, God, man. the Jazz. They, they, yeah. That's the worst contract. In... <laughs> we we read the tea leaves, man. It yeah. was amazing. It was, like, it was like, that's the worst contract ever. And then people had to be like, uh, guys, it's a sliding scale. Like, calm down, yeah. you know. Um, and uh, the Jazz also kind of involved in, I, I don't know who this uh, person is, uh, but they're coming out and um, there's this rumor for Colin Sexton going to the Bucks. Um. And so I'm going to tell a story. Like, I, I know somebody who um, knows Colin Sexton. And, uh, you know, there is, I don't know. I don't know if you guys get this feeling or not. It feels like the Jazz and Colin Sexton is not really a match made in heaven. 
Um, like he, he was sort of the big piece in that Donovan Mitchell trade, but came over hurt. Lauren Markin became the big piece, and Colin just kind of like he's there. People like him. Like he's doing this docu series now, and uh, Jazz fans, you know, like as soon as you say you know this shit is pretty cool about Utah, you know they're gonna really gravitate towards you. Um, but I heard rumblings back at near the draft, which didn't it didn't make sense then, but like that Milwaukee, and so I don't know if this like guy who knows Colin was like, did you hear something? Or are you hearing these Twitter rumors and you're blowing out of proportion? So uh, for me, it raises an eyebrow because, like, the Milwaukee rumor for me has been here for three weeks. Um, but the, just this weekend, people are saying, oh, well, you know, Milwaukee's making a big push to get Colin Sexton on their team. Um, the trade package doesn't sound great. <laughs> you hear that, guys? Who has real sources? Don't be disappointed. <laughs> hey, this is a big day for us. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Sources that um, uh, sources that are uh, they're unreliable sources. The, like the, you know, they're the sources that Monty probably gets too. So, oh um, no, yeah. Monty, you called Monty for this. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so that, that's like, like, that's the only thing. Like, I, I, like the one I like literally. He's he said something about three weeks ago about the Milwaukee truth in Utah sports, and I said. Milwaukee, like that doesn't make any sense. Milwaukee's hard, like almost hard capped. Um, they're at least oh, over so the what tax. you're saying is that guy probably saw Monty's tweet, saw that people were calling him the truth in Utah sports, and fed it back around, and now it's acting like it's a real rumor. Well, then that's wait so. Wait a second, is that Monty's? Or is that really his tagline? Yeah, no. Well, somebody said that yeah. the truth in Utah sports, and they kept saying it over and over yeah. and over again. And so, um. <laughs> It's, it's so, so to, again, to me, like, the, cause again, like, these are how rumors start, right? Like, did is this guy who um, is close with Colin Sexton, um, did he hear it as, you know, like, in Colin's camp? Or did he see an unconfirmed report on Twitter or on whatever um, and was like, oh, boy, this 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 sounds like it's going to be it? Um, because, like, again, I'm not close with Colin Sexton, so I, I don't know. I can't, I can't tell you. Um, but yeah, so and so and this is a good sort of game of telephone, like how we how we see telephone work, because you know I heard I, guys, I heard it from Colin Sexton's my best friend, you know, Ooh. right? Really, your best friend. And so if I, if I say it, it's wait, 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 wait. so is his best friend also your coworker? Is that what that is? Uh, this this is yeah, somebody different, but um, <laughs> he's but, him. Yeah, right. So like, if, if if it's Colin Sexton's best friend telling you know saying that, you know. I'm not lying. I, I'm hearing from Colin Sexton's best friend, but I don't know where he's hearing it from, right? And so mm. this is sort of how that game of telephone works. And so, yeah. Uh, anyway, but back to the, I guess the point of like, like okay, so Colin Sexton, there's a chance he might be on the move. I mean, the mo- like, I know fans, like us fans, are like, oh, logically, it doesn't make any sense. Logically, the package I, that Milwaukee I think there's more realistic uh, destinations for him than Milwaukee personally. Probably, but I mean, but we haven't heard those names. Like we we keep hearing Milwaukee, right? And um, but is it is it the same guy? Is it is it the one guy's rumor? Is it somebody else trying to turn that rumor right is into, that into somebody else going? Ooh, Sexton right. might be on the move. So, um, look, I also smoke feel look, smoke I feel, smoke I feel like it's the other, I feel that's the other side of uh, the Utahness, and I feel like we've experienced this for many years being in Utah. Where I also feel like it's, hey, every national rumor mm-hmm. that comes along, it's the like, hey, the turnip truck. Hey, you guys in your turnip truck. You guys will just accept anything. Like, we'll t- trade your player for like a pile of garbage and you'll take it. 
And it's just like, I'm reading these projected rumors for Sexton, and I'm like, ah, if you left, I wouldn't be too sad. But at the same time, I'm seeing the players we're getting back, and I'm like, these, these are ridiculous. Right. Like, the names, the names associated with it is just like, this is complete garbage. Yeah, Grayson Allen be, being associated with us again was an insult. I was like, no, never again. Never. I mean, look, and look, we don't even we don't even get Joe Ingles back. We don't get Joe Ingles back. No, he's he, he's a magic. Um, he a, has a hater in me. So as the as the as the Zaya as the Zaya, Zaya Jazz answers, um, uh, breathe a sigh, sigh of relief there. Um, but um, uh, yeah, like um, uh, so again, like so, uh, and we just felt like uh, this. This also brings me back to like the trade deadline, and. Uh, and like how like oh you know of course the Jazz are gonna get multiple first round picks for Beasley and Vanderbilt and all yeah. these guys and you know I, I would go on to spaces and be like well what if they don't what if this happens and what well, you know the, the answer like the problem is that I'll ask a question and they'll be like well no they need to get this they, they they should get this I'm like I'm asking what they should get I'm asking what if this is all they get how would you feel and um. So I'm going to ask the same question. Like, what if this rumor turns out to be true? I don't, I don't know why it would be. Like, logically, to me, it doesn't make sense. But if all the Jazz got from the Bucks was Grayson Allen, uh, Pat Connaughton, and a second-round pick for Colin Sexton, I mean, you as fans, Logan, you as a fan, how would you feel? It would help. It would be one step closer to uh, Danny building his perfect Caucasian, all-Caucasian team. So it's a step <laughs> To step in that direction, right? Yeah, because like the I mean, purest, Jared... the purest of teams. I, 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 I listen to you guys talk about sex, and I think you hit it on the head first, Jared, and I think Mark's and some of the same. I just forget about him, like I just do. Like I don't, I don't have any. I mean, when he's when he's there's moments when he's playing, and that's not very often. We need to point out that he's not playing very often, but it's just it, it, he's fine. He's fine. I, but I don't, I don't have any sort of emotional connection to him. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I, I, I I've got. I haven't dive, I haven't dove deeply into what Connaughton and mm-hmm. uh, Grayson Allen, Grayson Allen's salaries and years left on their contracts are. I have no idea. Right. I don't. Uh, I, I mean, don't yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of these weird moves that like the Jazz are and Colin Sexton. I, I think I don't think uh, I don't think a lot of uh, Jazz fans are like, oh, we're gonna miss him, his on court ability because he's he's a good player. He's a really good player. Um, he's a you know a high draft pick. Um, I just, but like you said, Logan, like you, you kind of nothing him right now because you didn't see it, and you know, unfortunately, he was part of the tanking. Um, what Danny Ager last year, like you know, him, Jordan Clarkson, they probably could have played last year at the end of the year. I mean, Jordan Clarkson came back for one game <laughs> in the middle of his injury. Yeah, Sex had a weird one too, where he suddenly randomly appeared like with three games left. Right, I was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, and like so, like he just he just really... came in and just like he's like, oh, I, I, I guess there I guess there may there there could possibly be some repetitiveness because we've also kind of put Sex in that category. Of, we don't necessarily think he's a pure point guard. He may be like an off the bench mm-hmm. spark plug guy, and I guess there could be some repetitiveness with I guess what we might think that Keontae is and Jordan Clarkson right. and. Sexton, but it, it, it doesn't seem like that's something Danny. Unless Danny has a bigger picture, right. I don't see him doing so that. So the the other thing about it, to lose the other thing about this, and um, uh, and and Mark and Jared, I'll give you guys a chance here to talk. But um, by trading Colin Sexton for for that package, I just said right the second round pick and the two players is you lose the opportunity of trading Sexton for something else. Like if you think Sexton is worth more than that, you know later in the season, like you know like if all you're going to get back is two random players and. And um, a second round pick, um, 
is that, you know, do you feel that's enough for Sexton? Uh, uh, let's go back to Jared. Jared, I'm, uh, so, you, you know, you heard the trade. Um, again, yeah. um, uh, what, what do you feel about and because it could like, like, like I'm, I'm not saying it will happen. I'm saying there's a one percent chance that happens in a world where that happens. How would you feel as a jazz fan? Uh, let, let, let me double check. Are we still talking about that hypothetical Bucks trade, or do we shifted gears a little bit on our trade? The, the, right? the Bucks, the Bucks trade is uh, you know it's Connaughton, Allen, and a second round pick. Let's let's say whatever because the guy who tweeted out apparently has hit on some other rumors. And I think if we flip Connaughton for just like you know something middling, that's fine because I just don't feel like Connaughton fits what we need, um, and it, it feels like it kind of hurts the Bucks because he's one of their only pure shooters. Like they signed uh, Malik Beasley, who's a movement shooter, but we saw how hot and cold Malik Beasley is shooting wise. So Connaughton is a, is a consistent shooter. Uh, Beasley is streaky. But um, but the question is, you as a Jazz fan. You know, oh, I wouldn't love it. I wouldn't love it. <laughs> uh, Mark, you as a Jazz fan, I mean that again. There's a chance that a trade happens. I don't know how how big the trade. Is. I don't know what the big the chance is, but there's a chance. Uh, you as a Jazz fan, I, if, I, if you lose Colin Sexton for that, how do you feel? I just look. I just the eyeball test all last year with Sexton. It was just like he's enjoyable. He was good to have on the team. But I, I agree. Like, I, I forget he's on our team the majority of the time. He's not even, like, in my memory of, like, anything that really stuck out. It kind of always felt like it was always like, hey, he could be that guy. And, like, looking at his stats, I'm always, like, shocked. I'm like, wow, he he did average a lot of points with the, the Cavs. He played good ball with them. But it seemed like best guy on a terrible team, like always. And it it just... I, I, if we let him go for anything right now, I just feel like I would trust the process. I'm total trust the process guy right now. Ooh, I'm all in on Danny like, Ainge. I'm like, all in. I've got to the 76er thing all over again. If Danny's like, hey, we're going to trade him for two racks of basketballs and like a future <laughs> second round pick, I'm all in right now. Make sure make sure they're the, they're the special balls on the three-point contest that gives you extra points, though. <laughs> <laughs> Three racks of green balls, mountain new balls. <laughs> And I think uh, you're like, it's, okay, it's okay, starly. I'm all in. I'm it's, all in. It's the new, it's the new starly, starly zone. The starry balls. Starry, oh starly. Oh, yeah, star, starly. Yep. So, oh um, so yeah, so out. yeah, so Colin. So I mean, the, the Jazz. Hey, who knows? I mean, we're, we're again for we're three months away from men's basketball, uh, basically, unless you count FIBA. Um, but yeah, so that we're we're in the off season a lot. Count. We don't count FIBA. If we start counting FIBA, I'm turning the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're 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 heading into the off season. Um, uh, you know, there still could be some moves made. Like, wait, 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 wait. But do you count Team USA then, Logan? I'm confused. No, this is me. Olympics don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even hear about Rudy Gobert. I don't hear about Rudy Gobert dominating in FIBA again and translating into nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's gonna, I, I, I guess Lori did it last year, so it was yeah. super. He was the one. He was the one guy who translated to Jordan Clarkson in the, in the Philippines. Philippines. Don't forget about Jason. Ah, we love Filipinos. I heard, I heard Manny Pacquiao started a three for them, so I'm not really worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, um, uh, Logan. He I'm has a... every job in the Philippines, I think, right? So, I mean, it's only fitting that he's going to coach. He's going to build well, I think he technically coach. owns every business is the, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so as we get yeah, out here, Logan, I'm, uh, you know, Marnay's Produce Corner or I'm a Wizards Wiggly Place, whatever segment you want to do. Um, uh, anybody that we can throw in the corner, go for it. 
Yeah, the Wizards didn't do much for me this week, unfortunately. Nope. Boring. My team, my team in DC. It, it, in true, in true Logan fashion, I talked about how I'm never going to bring anyone up again. I got like four names this week, so <laughs> um, I think it's worth. We always we don't want to forget about Tejo. We always got to shout out Tejo. He had a couple of nice things to say about our podcast last week, and hey, it was so always good. Mm-hmm. We also yeah. had a super underrated tweet today, which uh, I will absolutely be happy to read for you if you would like. Yeah, I'll go find. I'll shoot these other ones out real quick. I want to shout out Colin underscore SLC. Um, you know, he's he's in that he's in that G he's he's in that Garrett Hadley group. He's got some top top notch tweets. Um, he also shot out a phenomenal gift with me being the king of Twitter today, so that always earns extra points. Um, I'm gonna go with also uh, James. I'm gonna butcher his last name, Goobler, but his his handle is Gooby Hero G U B I H E R O. And just because I, I'm pretty sure that, like, we both crossed paths for years on Twitter. And, like, I think he refused to follow me because for obvious reasons. Um, but, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's we, we, we've been locked in the last couple of years and he has always a good back and forth. The next step is just getting him to finally like my tweets instead of just responding <laughs> to him. So it's a work it's a work in progress. But, no, he, he's, he's, he's sneaky funny, man. I'm sorry. He's a good follow. And also, loyal listener of the pod, the Beninator. Uh Beninator Coombs, is that how we say that? I don't know, but he's got if his handle is B E N I N A T O R C O O M B S, but he's probably got the best Avi in all of Twitter. It's like the Chupacabra, but it's a taco. Um, but yeah, he was talking about how good the episode was. He listened to it last Friday, so good thing Jared put it or that who put it out before the weekend. So anytime we find out that someone legitimately listens to this unprovoked, I'm going to shout him out. Right. So, yeah. Um, he listened this entire time to hear his name, so tomorrow morning when he's you know getting that sweet raisin canes and whatever else you guys eat down there at the swig or whatever it is his sour sugar his sour sugar dirty dr pepper whatever you guys do i don't know what it is but, um, <laughs> or it could be the cocaine i don't right. i got no idea but yeah, at, like, the cocaine. at the white house um uh j mark you got you got a tweet you're gonna read here Tejo of kim I mean, that's that's one you want me to read, read right? Oh yeah, that's one I said. I'm gonna read you. Sure, get your act together. Never, 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 never. At first, I thought it was just gonna be right in the group chat, but then I realized I had to go to Tao's profile because holy crap, <laughs> that, that chat is insane. These people just don't stop talking. Um, oh shit, Tao. Humble brag from Jared. Humble brag. He's in the group chat. He's in the group chat. The group chat. Group chats. Um, yeah. V, V, e, T, capital T, capital H, capital E, group of shots. Shot shot well, he said, he's talking, he's talking crap about Elon Musk. He said, then said Elon unto the tweets, will ye also go away? Then dodge 3083088282. Answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Now at the place of free speech. I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Teo, you killed it with uh, that one. Like, um, I, I have no idea what that means, but it sounds super nerdy awesome. So I'm use it. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, I'm, uh, you know, you, you, you probably haven't listened to the pod in two years. We do a little um, uh, produce, corner for, pro, produce Corner for Marnay. Uh, Logan's mom, if anybody you want to shout out, go ahead and shout him out uh, on Twitter, on Thread, on what, uh, on uh, on Truth Social, whatever you're on. I- I wish, I wish I, he said, who's that Trish Oh no, 
Look, I wish, I wish I knew who it was, and it's again kind of off the wall. But whoever did the San Diego State Mountain West uh, to the Seinfeld, where George quits his job and then like comes groveling back, whoever did that, whoever did that on Twitter, and I've just seen that over and over again. I don't, I don't even know who that is, but you, you made my day. Like everyone should go watch that. Like that's Seinfeld. Did you, wait, did you retweet San Diego it? State? Oh, I, I retweeted it. It's I could pull it up, but man, just pure gold. Because uh, it's from some guy named Hunter Miller. Apparently, the Gottlieb guy re- retweeted it. <laughs> Man, San Diego State. Um, uh, that's the that's the wrong kind of pod for this, sir. Um, uh, Mark, I'm, uh, you know, look, we're, we're all look, we're all winning when San Diego State loses. Like, yeah. come on, a- amen to that, brother. Amen. But <laughs> I would be remiss if I didn't give a DJ Honey pause. Release the helmets. Um, we're, we're avid, we're avid helmet collectors here, and we want that Aztec helmet, that really badass one with the Mayan calendar on it. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, anytime we were San Diego State, unprovoked shield that released the helmet. So. Uh, <laughs> um. I, Shout out to our new um, uh, uh, High Notes um, uh, follower who thought we were talking shit on him. Like, I, and you know, my fault for thinking people understand my my tone of voice when I'm tweeting. But uh, to shout out to at Norwegian, so Norwegian is spelled with the zero uh, and the threes as the uh, oh yeah as the oh sorry. So all the vowels are numbers. So zero three one three. So Norwegian. Um, out there, um, uh, look, he was looking for some jazz Twitter folks, so go follow Norwegian again. That's N zero R W three G one three. Retweet him from the podcast account, who? Yeah, yeah, my podcast <laughs> account yeah, has the, the podcast and, account and has that like point. Who? Yeah, I, I remember that exchange. You just Norwegian, get in there, man. Yeah, be aggressive. <laughs> Don't yeah. be afraid. Yeah, yeah be aggressive. Uh, Attack everyone. Like, cause, cause he, he, yeah, yeah, he had that. Um, as, <laughs> as long as you're not causing harm, being a douche, like just a real truly douchebag, or uh, pretending to be a black person, you're fine. <laughs> I was gonna say, what if Nor- <laughs> what if Norwegian's really eight hundred one Corey? That's though? the fastest way to grow, according to DJ Honey Norwegian might be eight hundred one Corey though. Like, I'm a, did I just shout out eight hundred one Corey? I might have. So. Um, yeah, you guys were loving him one day, and I said, he's fake, he's fake. You guys said, and I quote, man, he's been on a roll lately. He's been so good. <laughs> you were you were totally right, man. DJ Honeypaws was feeding you the insider information, though. So no, This was like a couple months ago. This is when I was just like letting my pure pettiness of just jealousy of his rise to fame irritate the shit out of me. So yeah, the meteoric rise lets you – That she said that's what that was one of the tipping points. Logan, her, so Logan like, always wanted to be like yeah. – growing up, Logan always wanted to be a good-looking black guy. And so <laughs> – Oh, my gosh. I, I'm not going down that road right now. Logan was 801 Corey? What the hell? Um, but, um, no uh, wonder she knew. No. Also out to um, uh, uh, Jonathan Noder. I bet Corey still listen to this, to be honest. I, my suspicion is they were a listener of the pot, so it's, it's like one of seven people. <laughs> you're you're right. They, 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 they understood some of our niche humor without ever Dude, all, acknowledging all, all I'm why they understood it. I told, you guys, I told you guys a few months ago, and I said, if he's not real, he never puts any pictures of himself on the internet. Yeah. What magically started happening after that? He came back and said, y'all missed my selfies. I moved... <laughs> yeah, I moved to San Diego. Yeah, he never posted any pictures of himself, which is... Uh. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, no, it could be you because you never post selfies either. We're, we're going to have... 
we're, it's we're one of your family members that post your selfies. Most. If you're worried about the next three months of, with no jazz basketball, this is what you're going to get from hitting the high notes for the next three months. Um, yeah. <laughs> us talk about fake accounts. Us yeah, I'm dr- just happy that he was reinvigorated. Like, it was a really exciting, fun season that he would never want to do a podcast. And he just spent, I swear to God, 15 minutes on a Colin Sexton trade. So yeah. it wasn't my cup of tea, but I was happy to see him passionate. Yeah, like, I'm a, like you, you can tell how much I hated last season. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's very palpable. It is absolutely palpable. It, I love that you talked about Colin Sexton so long that Jared thought you were talking about something different with Colin Sexton. <laughs> is it the same trade? No, I never proposed a new one. It's the same as the question was. Would you be happy with the only trade I proposed um, about for 15 minutes? Uh, I, I just blame it on uh, Jared's ADD. Like he's always like doing five other things while we're while we're uh, talking. It was jazz. almost as, well. It, it was almost as long as how long it takes Jared to read the. The little go bet online thing too. So. You're it, not. You're not wrong. It's a good thing. I, it's wrong. a good thing I speak. Uh, speak quickly. Uh, let's uh, shout out a, a former coworker that Mark and I had at J Note. Um, uh, J K N O T E twelve at the uh, on the Twitter. Um, he he's not gonna listen. He doesn't care. So, uh, Mark, I'm, uh, you know, tell tell me your your uh, your Twitter handle again. It's Mask Marv, isn't it? I just looked at, it up because I was like, I remember this guy. Yeah. At, at Mask Marv. Like, again, if you want to get anything, uh, I'm not very consistent on categorization. Utah Jazz stuff, Seinfeld stuff, San Diego State <laughs> stuff, mental health stuff. Yep. Like, it's, it's all over the place. But it's, it's, it's a joy. Come follow me. It's a fun ride. You were, you're, you're, unfortunately, Mark, I think you're not a famous jazz Twitter mark. Um, uh, no. I'm yeah, not. You are not. So I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not that Mark from Utah Jazz Twitter. <laughs> yeah. First, I was like, "Is this that Mark? Is this the other Mark?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm this not is, that. I'm not is, that Mark. I wish is, I was that Mark. This is a completely oh, no, different. Me, you don't Mark. wish for that Mark, right? This is a completely different <laughs> Mark. It depends. So. it depends. There's a couple of them. Yeah, there's a couple of them. <laughs> no. Oh, oh. I, Mark Mueller, though. I, I do love you, even though you're our friend of me now, because you've blown us off too many times. <laughs> Never. He refuses to record a picture. You're, you're like jazz jargon to us. Yeah. Sorry. You know, Mark Mueller needs to do what Mark Welling did and go to Vegas yeah. and uh, be an hour behind. That way, um, uh, that way he can record at a, a reasonable time. So, hashtag amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks for. Uh, so Jared said he was only going to do this episode if it was a fire episode, and I think we accomplished it. Oh, dude. So we, um, we delivered. We'll see you guys. I'm feeling, I'm feeling some burning. I'm burning. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. And this episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. That's BetOnline, where the game starts.